Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heath Mulligan Project, the podcast where we're helping you discover your purpose, your passion, and your possibilities. We're continuing today as we go through uh, the 21 indisputable, or excuse me, the 21 indispensable qualities of a leader, a great book by John Maxwell. Uh, I've been reading uh, since I got uh, certified as a John Maxwell team coach. I've uh, been going through uh, a lot of his books and, and reading them. And it's been really good. And so during this season of the Heath Mulliken Project, 21 episodes going through each of these uh, qualities. Uh, so far, we've talked about character, charisma, commitment, communication, competence. Today, we're going to talk about courage. And yes, this is the last of the C words. Uh, we get into a different letter uh <laughs> tomorrow so let's let's talk about uh courage here's what winston churchill said about courage courage is rightly esteemed the first of human qualities because it is the quality which guarantees all others uh pretty good stuff uh this chapter of the book has a bunch of quotes on a bunch of quotes on courage and it talks about the story of Eddie Rickenbacker who was a World War One pilot a race car driver a business leader uh, here's what Eddie Rickenbacker said about courage courage is doing what you're afraid to do there can be no courage unless you're scared. As I was reading that this morning, that jumped off the page at me. Because I think sometimes we think that people of great courage somehow don't feel fear. Or that they somehow have this different gear that the rest of us don't have. That they're able to see things differently. And as I read through this book, quote after quote, that's just not the case. Courage doesn't mean that you're not afraid. Courage means you just do what you need to do anyway, despite the fact that you're afraid. So let's look at some let's look at some uh, truths about courage, uh, as you know this book does. Uh, each chapter, John Maxwell gives you some truths about that characteristic, about that quality, and then he gives you some ways to grow and to get better at that quality. So here's uh, four truths about courage. Number one, courage begins with an inward battle. Uh, Sheldon Cop said, all the significant battles are waged within self. I would say, I mean, all of these qualities we've been talking about, character, man, that starts on the inside, competence, inside, charisma starts on the inside. But courage is really one that ties them all together. You gotta have courage to be a person of character. You gotta have courage to 
to seek true competence. You got to have courage to exercise charisma. You got to have courage. You got to have courage to communicate with people. And it starts on the inside. And so, at the end of the day, what's going to separate a great leader from just a regular person? is their ability to take ownership and and their willingness to fight that inner battle with themselves. Number two, courage is making things right, not just smoothing them over. Here's what Martin Luther, Luther King Jr. said. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Oh, my word. That is so true. Again, courage is about, it's not creating uh, the appearance. You know, courage isn't about just changing appearances and making a situation look okay. Courage is about, actually changing the situation, not just how it looks, changing the actual thing. That's what what courage is. It's not, you know, trying to put on a pretty face or, you know, trying to just put a facade up. Courage means you got to, you got to make things right and you got to fight injustice if you don't have the ability to see when to stand up and the conviction to do it, you'll never be an effective leader. Uh, this is something, uh, you, you know, something I have wrestled with because, I mean, if we're honest, every day there is some sort of injustice out there. And it seems like Sometimes it's hard to know which injustice to speak up about. Because, I mean, obviously, we should want to fight against all injustice. But I think there, there's also got to come a time when we kind of focus on one thing, right? We We focus on that one thing we can try to change. And I think sometimes there is a pull. Um, you know, I've had friends say, you know, we've talked about this, that we have felt pressure to <clears throat> do a social media post about various issues and instances. And I guess kind of where I've landed is a social media post, for the most part, doesn't take a lot of courage. Really working on something, really getting in there and getting your hands dirty, that's, that takes courage. Now, sometimes making the post and, and speaking out, it does take courage. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you just make a social media post and you leave it at that, that's not courage. So it's figuring out 
when to stand up, when to speak, when to use your influence. When those things come together, that's, uh, that's when things really change. Number three, courage in a leader inspires commitment from followers. Billy Graham said, courage is contagious. When a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are stiffened. Uh, the, the new, one of the New Testament words uh, in the Greek to describe the Holy Spirit is paraclete. And the, and the meaning of the word paraclete literally is stiffening of your spine, like steel in your spine. And so, for me, as a believer, I understand my courage doesn't solely come from myself. That I have the Holy Spirit living in me to help me fight that inner battle, to help inspire me and encourage me. I mean, it's not... Heath Mulliken getting the credit for being brave. It's the Holy Spirit working in me. And when the Holy Spirit works in me, I know that I can inspire others. Leadership is the expression of courage that compels people to do the right thing. That's a quote from a man named Jim Mulatto, one of John Maxwell's friends. Here's the fourth thing. Your life expands in proportion to your courage. Let me read that again. Your life expands in proportion to your courage. Uh, A Roman historian, Tacitus, said, The desire for safety stands against every great and noble enterprise. There is something in our DNA that wants to play it safe. There is a limiting belief, a gauge in us. And part of being brave and part of being a leader is pushing past that, is expanding. It's moving that line of fear John Henry Newman, a British theologian, said, Fear not that your life will come to an end, but that it will never have a beginning. Oh my goodness. The more capacity you have for courage, your whole life's going to grow in capacity. And the more you're able to take wise and timely risk, man, the the satisfaction in your life. Have you ever met someone who never took risks and they played everything safe? Have have they, did they seem truly satisfied to you? Uh, I, you know, I've come along people, you know, come across people who, man, they just played everything safe. And, uh, they would not take risk in relationships. Uh, they, you know, if there was just a tiny chance that something may not go right, they just didn't go down that path. And what I found in them 
is that the more they did that, the more they gave in to fear, the more fear multiplied in their life. And I think the same is true of courage. The more courage you show, the more courage you exhibit, the more courage you practice, it multiplies in your life. And once you do one brave thing, it it becomes easier and easier and easier to do other brave things. So here's three things, three ways to cultivate and improve your courage. Number one, face the music. What does he mean by that? Go out and do something scary. Do something that stretches yourself. He mentioned skydiving, speaking in front of an audience, performing in a play, white water rafting, rock climbing. It doesn't matter what you do as long as it causes you to face a genuine fear. I did a sermon series many years ago at my, at my former church called Fearless. And every week I went out and I did something I was scared of. Uh, I had never, at that point in my life, I had never fired a handgun. And we went out. And I don't think I'd fired a handgun. Maybe I had. We went out and we fired handguns. And we did some target practice. And then one week, I went. I'm scared of snakes. I went. And I had there was a, a dude who, who had pet snakes. And we went. And I played with the snakes. Uh, I am very scared of heights. In our church, there was a really high chandelier that needed some light bulbs changed. And I got on this really crazy tall ladder and changed those light bulbs. And and so that's what he's talking about, not, is find something you're scared of and go do it. Try something new. Uh, here's the second thing. Talk to that person. This is pretty simple. If there's a conversation you've been putting off that you're afraid of, have that conversation. Quit putting it off. Check that thing off your list. Eat that frog. Eat that elephant. Talk to that person. Overcome that fear. Here's the third thing. Take a giant step. If you've known in your heart that you should have changed jobs or started that new business, now is the time to face up to it. Uh, not long after my wife passed away, uh, I was approached uh, about a new job. And as so many times in my life where I was approached about a new job, um, the the one excuse or the one thing that I always came back to was timing. Well, the timing's not right. Uh, I remember one year uh, I was offered a job or I was offered the opportunity to interview for a job. And uh, it was in a different state. It was, you know, uh, but this job would have required me. They needed me to start. Uh, in July and I was like oh well I've got such and such event I've got this you know I've got this mission trip and uh, 
And it was always something like that. And 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 the the you know the guy who's my current boss, he just kept pursuing me, and and he he kept coming after me, and I I just always had the same. It wasn't that I mean he was offering me my dream job, but it was going to require a move. It was going to require really a career change, and the only excuse I gave to him was timing, timing, timing. And then probably six months after our initial conversation, the president of the university calls me and says, uh, you're the guy. We we want you. Like, we want to make this work. And I'm telling you, um, it was a very scary thing. I had to have hard conversations. I had to make hard decisions. I had to, it was a risk. And um, the Lord worked it all out. Every fear I had, he provided. Um, And sometimes you can't truly see the provision of the Lord until you... Uh, take that step of faith. And it's hard. It's scary sometimes. Um, but I, you know, as I've thought about it, <clears throat> you know, should I have taken it when they first offered? I, I don't know. Um, I just know that you know, it was one of the scariest things I've had to do, but it's been one of the most fulfilling things that I've that I've gotten to do, and it's put me in a position to really blossom and grow, and to really uh, stretch me uh, beyond my capabilities, and I, and I'm very grateful for that, and I'm grateful for all the people who during that process encouraged me. And kind of helped me build up uh, that courage to make the right decision. And just as sometimes it takes courage to walk toward an opportunity and towards a situation, sometimes it takes a lot of courage to walk away from an opportunity, to walk away from a situation. But the more you exercise courage, the more you understand how to weigh and measure and calculate the risk and overcome that fear, the easier it gets. And so the only question is, are you going to be a person of great courage or are you going to be a person of great fear? Is your legacy going to be that you never took a chance, you never took a risk? Or is your legacy going to be, man, the guy did what had to be done no matter the cost? There's not a whole lot of books written about people who did not have great courage. 
they don't make movies about people who are full of fear. And the people who don't have great courage, they aren't remembered because they don't leave a legacy. They they leave a legacy, but it's not the kind of that people want to talk about. So my encouragement to you is don't play it safe. Don't play it foolish. Be wise. But don't play it safe. May God bless you today. May you feel and sense the paraclete that the Holy Spirit giving you the courage you need. Right now, as you're listening to this, you know you that you know the thing that you gotta have courage. Maybe it's a conversation, maybe it's career change, maybe it's asking for a raise, maybe it's asking for a promotion, maybe it's starting a new business, whatever it is. You're gonna have to do it. Whatever it is, I pray until you've done it that this episode will echo in your head and it'll just gnaw at you. And gnaw at you and gnaw at you. That when you close your eyes at night, you hear you hear my voice saying, What are you waiting for? So God bless. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you soon.